Hi guys, welcome back to Unbreakable Latina. This is your host Melina. I have some news for you guys and I just want to, you know, rip that band-aid off and let you guys know that this is going to be the last episode of 2023. I know, I know, don't hate me, please, but your girl needs a little break and also like I'm really busy the upcoming weeks. I have things to do like every day. So last week I had planned to record a podcast, but I had this earache that wouldn't go away. I woke up with a headache and it took like a whole 24 to 48 hours to go away. I actually thought I was going to have to go to urgent care because it hurt that much. Maybe somebody was just talking about me, but it was so painful. And then bam, like by 12 o'clock on Sunday, it went away, but I rested. I laid in bed till like 11, which is really odd for me. I don't do that much and I just took it easy and I said oh well like it is what it is I'm not gonna be hard on myself like I always am last week my aunt hosted a cookie party it was really cute everybody baked their own cookies and I made polvorones de nuez also known as Mexican wedding cookies they were fire so that's gonna be my signature recipe now whenever anyone invites me anywhere because salieron bien ricas if you haven't looked at my video of me um, talking about the cookie party they're on there and I put posted the recipe you should make them for the holidays so everyone could be ranting and raving about how much of a great baker you are they are so easy to make and so delicious and you'll definitely keep eating them so I had no self-control and I ate a bunch of them so yesterday was my brother's 40th birthday party we celebrated a little early so one week early he turns 40 next week but because of the holidays they decided to have the birthday party earlier so everyone can make it. And he's usually the type that doesn't want to celebrate his birthday or he complains that his birthday's in December and nobody cares. But we do care. It's just that everyone's busy. <laughs> but I, it was so nice to see him like just enjoy himself. And he has friends from elementary school like I want that. I love to see him hanging out with his friends and I watch them be teenagers and now they're adults and dads and it's just crazy how time flies. But I remember my brother would always bring me around his friends. Like we would go bowling, he'd invite me or he'll take me to the movies along with his friends. I was probably like the little pest little sister that they had to take everywhere. But my brother would invite me. So shout out to my brother for always including me and it was a really good time to spend with my family and just watching my brother be happy and celebrate his birthday. He looked like a little kid opening his gifts, but <laughs> it was really cute. We had a great time. And I don't know, this year has really been such a roller coaster of a year. So I wanted to do an episode about like reflecting on 2023 and how I thought my year wasn't gonna go and it definitely did not go the way I had envisioned in my head. But this is your reminder that even though it didn't go as planned, there's a lot that happened in the year where there was growth or you learned from failure or you let go of a relationship that you should have left go a long time ago. 
everything happens for a reason and sometimes we can be hard on ourselves. And when I say we, I mean me because I was really thinking I didn't do that event I said I was going to do with all of y'all where we meet and I didn't do the guests that I said I was going to have and I didn't do a bunch of stuff. So I went back on Instagram, like on the archives and seen like stories and posts that I've done throughout the whole year. And I was not giving myself enough credit for what I have accomplished because I tend to only see what I'm not doing right or what I said I was going to do. But I also took a look at my vision board that I did in the beginning of the year. And I did never believed in vision boards. I'm going to be honest with you guys. I was like, what's the point of that? I would laugh at my sister because my sister's very like manifester, vision board, um, a lot of energy and astrological signs. And you guys know me. I'm kind of not like that, but I think I'm becoming that because it's true. A lot of the stuff that people say about manifesting, about vision boards, has been proven right. I've also felt like this year I really have been really intuitive with events and things. Like I was just, I scare myself because I think this is what's going to happen and it happens and I'm like, am I turning into a brujilda? <laughs> but I don't think it's that. I think it's just that I have done a lot of healing, a lot of work on myself and I continue to do so. I I think healing is never going to stop. You're always going to have something that you're working on. But I feel like I've trusted my gut more now. And anybody that gives me a bad vibe, I usually I try to protect myself from their energy. Look at me making fun of my sister. Now I'm all about energies. But it energy doesn't lie. And your gut doesn't lie. So if you have been questioning your gut, this is your sign to not question it because for a long time, I used to always have these feelings, but I wouldn't act on them. I would be like, no, like it's all in my head, like estoy loquita, but no, trust your gut. I've been right about so many situations that even like the other day, I don't know why I had this dream that my landlord was going to text me and the lady only texts me when something's wrong or quiere chingar, ¿verdad? <laughs> But I woke up yesterday morning before Pilates and I had a text from her and I hadn't looked at my phone. So I don't know see, I'm predicting soy Walter Mercado, pero everything, I don't know. I just been so in tune with myself that it, it's mind boggling. So anyways, I looked at my vision board and I saw that I had a white car. My Honda that I got this year, I still drive it and I can't believe that this car is mine. And to some people, it might be like, oh, just the Honda. But to me, it means so much more than that because I was always so afraid of getting a new car and just having the payment. Y como le iba a ser. But I am so good with my money. I soy cola. No, I'm just kidding. I just am responsible and. I know I could have done it a long time ago. It was just like fear, the fear of failing, the fear of 
I don't know, commitment, commitment to another car payment after I had already had a car payment before and I had paid off my car for years. But it's something I truly, really, really wanted. I was tired of having troubles with my car and going to the mechanic and just all that was so exhausting and so stressful to me that I kept thinking, if I get a new car, this would all be solved. And you know what? It's such a peace of mind to have a new car. And I know a lot of people say it's a bad investment is this and that. But it's worth it. I've been working really hard and I don't treat myself to a lot of things. You guys know I'm a thrifter. I'm a saver. Si me compro cosas, pero soy muy responsable. Y no compro cosas caras. Si quisiera, if I wanted to, I could be materialistic as fuck. But it's just not my style. I love balling on a budget. So that was scary for me to purchase a new car. But now I feel so happy with it. And I feel secure que no me va a dejar in the middle of the road. And just like this sense of safety that I have. So I love that I did that. So that was on my vision board. Also on my vision board was influencer events. And I went to a couple this year. I think I went to two Spotify events and then I went to the movie screening of A Million Miles Away. And every time I go to an event, I feel this imposter syndrome, like, do I even belong here? Who am I? But I quickly remind myself that I created these opportunities for myself and that because of my passion, I put myself on the map, kind of. And that is something pretty impressive. Like, if a friend of mine or my siblings would tell me that they did this for themselves, I'd be like, wow, you're amazing. But sometimes I don't give myself enough credit. Like, a lot of times I don't give myself enough credit. I don't realize the impact that my podcast has had on a lot of people until I read your messages, until someone outside of my family or my inner circle tells me something because I feel like my family has to tell me that I'm doing amazing. <laughs> I mean, they don't have to, but it's just expected. And my friends, of course, are always going to be rooting for me because they're my friends. But like strangers that become my amigas or listeners or some random person that tells me, wow, that's amazing. Like you did that. Actually, this week I got a facial by my girl Rose and she, we were talking just about the year and how crazy, how time flies. It's always therapeutic. It's therapy and a little facial, okay? <laughs> so we, I've been going to her for like almost two years now. And we, we, you get to know each other. You know how it is. Your hair person, your eyelash person, your facial person, the eyebrow girl. You connect. It's a cool way of connecting with someone. Because you're stuck there. What else are you going to talk about? You're going to talk about your traumas. <laughs> so we're talking and she's like, I just want to tell you that you look so different. And it's just like there's something, a glow about you that is different. And I told her, you know, what's funny is that I was looking at old posts of when I started doing the podcast or throughout the what last two going on three years that I have been on social media I see the difference in my face I see the difference in my smile and just going from being this girl who I don't know lost her light for a long time and finding that light has been such a journey 
such a journey. This year definitely was a year for growth. Um, I think that the previous years, I did learn a lot, but it was like learning the tools that I needed to become who I am today. And I think this year was about applying them. In the beginning of the year, I started off really high, like this is going to be my year and I'm going to do all these things. And como dice mi mamá, uno pone y Dios dispone. I am not very religious, but I am spiritual. I grew up Catholic. If you don't know that about me, now you know. I grew up Catholic. I have all my sacraments, but I have my own way of being spiritual, I guess. And I think that I do believe that we sometimes we think we're going to do certain things and then God is like, mm, no, it's not going to go this way. You're going to learn a little lesson here and there. In the beginning of the year, I was... I don't know, just thinking it was going to be the best year ever and all these rainbows and butterflies. But in April, after I went on my trip to Mexico, I found that lump on my breast and it freaked me out for the whole summer. I was very sad. Um, I had a lot of issues with like my health insurance and people not sending referrals to where they were supposed to, all to find out that it was nothing. But it was scary. It was scary. I kept on like, you know how you are when, <laughs> you know how you are. Well, I am like this, but I know a lot of people are where they start Googling like what's going to happen if this is a cyst and if this is cancer, what are the chances? Or I was going crazy driving myself crazy all because a few people made mistakes <laughs> and I was so upset and I was so angry that you know I wasn't getting the answers that I needed and fast enough and because of this scare thankfully it was just a scare and it was nothing I did gain weight I was trying to push myself out of the trenches and I was like go on your hot girl walks and go this and I mean that's what kept me going but I was really like I didn't recognize myself for a bit and I didn't like it. So finally, like, I got the results and things got better little by little. But then my past came knocking at my door and not one person, not two people, a bunch of people came. And sometimes I feel like closure is not needed. But apparently the universe wanted me to have closure. I ran into my ex-situationship, which I never imagined because we kind of live far away from each other and we just don't hang out at the same places. But for some reason, it was meant for me to run into him and to get that closure that I didn't think I needed. And apparently I needed it because it was really validating to feel like I was right and that everything I said and did was for the best for me. And it was just a good reminder that, you know, I'm making the right decisions. And although I am, I'm not perfect, I have grown so much because old me would have probably just been like, all right, you said sorry, let's get back together. Let's be friends again. And <laughs> new me was just like, no, like this is unacceptable. And, you know, you lost your chance when you had it and it is what it is. And we move on from here and we'll cherish whatever good memories we have. And we will learn that you shouldn't treat people this way. And hopefully you don't hurt any more people like you hurt me. Period. Mike, <laughs> drop the mic. After that health scare, I really started thinking about how important it is to take care of my body. And I... 
joined Pilates. Like, I'm officially a member of a Pilates studio. It was later in the year, but I did it. And I feel so good going every day. And it might not be the cheapest. A lot of people have been asking me, do you have a membership? Yes, I paid for eight classes a month. Although it seems pricey when you think about it. I think about it this way. If I go out for a drink or, you know, to go out to eat, I spend like 20 bucks. So 20 bucks a class. It's around 20 bucks a class, I think. I don't even remember. But I think about it this way. I'm doing this for my health. It's really cool to go and hang out with like other people that are suffering with you. Like right now, my abs hurt. (laughs) What does the instructor say? Like your abs are there. They're just hiding. So yes, it's been tough. It's been such a challenge, but I love it. So I love the fact that I finally, you know, took the leap. And I used to be the type of girl that I didn't want to go to any group fitness classes. Like that's embarrassing. (laughs) Not embarrassing, but very intimidating. So I have learned to step out of my comfort zone and challenge myself to things because if you don't step out of your comfort zone and you ain't living girl i have learned that peace is important and that i can welcome peace into my life and that i deserve peace something that has been really hard if you've listened to a couple episodes ago was it last episode i don't even remember but i talked about how peace is uncomfortable but i'm learning to be okay with it and be welcoming of it so that's been a huge lesson that has made me a way more calmer person I don't stress out as much I used to stress out a lot I'm learning to be go with the flow and also one big thing a huge lesson has been that sometimes the flow does not go that how you expect it so be okay with change and being the type of person that I am, change is hard for me when it comes to like planeando. Like, si yo planeo un día, if I plan a day and I'm like, this is what I'm gonna do and this is how it's gonna go. And if it doesn't go that way, my life is over. <laughs> so now I'm more like, okay, well, it didn't go that way. Let's redirect. Redirect. My mom and my sister are very like that. So I'm learning to be like that with them, um, with their influence because they always see what is it the glass half full or instead of half empty I don't know what the analogy is or whatever it's called but they always see the best in every situation they always make the best out of every situation so I'm letting them influence me and stop being such a little grumpy little biatch that I used to be I really learned how to say no how to say no to things um This was hard. As a recovering people pleaser, it's been so hard to finally be like, "Mm, I don't really feel like doing that. I don't feel like going there. You know what? It's not what I had planned for my Friday. Um, If someone tries to pressure me to go out on a night and I'm just like, "Mm, no. And they're like, oh, you're lame, you're lame. Okay, well, I'm lame. A lot of people always give me shit because (laughs) I go to sleep early because I have plans for the next day. And the thing is that some people don't understand that I only have a certain amount of period of time to dedicate to this creator podcaster life. So sometimes I have to excuse myself from events or from family outings because I have a plan for the next day. 
And I used to be really heavily influenced. Like, oh my God, everyone's going to hate me because I'm leaving early. Now I'm just like, oh, well, too bad I'm leaving early because I have to wake up early. And everybody calls me a crackhead because no matter what time I leave a family function or something, I'm always up early. I'm always the one like conquering the world before everybody else. They're like, why are you like that? But it's just what makes me feel good. If I don't do that, I don't feel good about myself. (laughs) So now I, ¿qué va a decir la gente? Me vale madre. (laughs) Me vale madre lo que la gente. This is who I am. This is how I'm going to show up. And if you don't like it, that's fine. But it's my life, not your life. Another lesson, not lesson, but something that I really, really um, took advantage this year, spending time with my loved ones, like making memories with them. And life is short. Uh, If COVID taught us anything, it taught us that the next day we might not be here. I lost a lot of family members during COVID. There's been so much change. It's sad. It's sad. Um, Life just goes by. Parents are getting older. Uncles, aunts getting older. Siblings are getting older. You know, we have new generations coming. And one thing that stays consistent is quality time like quality time you could never take that away from anybody you have to make that effort spend time with your loved ones before it's too late let your parents record everything because you know what i used to be i talked about this before like giving our immigrant parents grace in that episode where i'm like mom why do you record everything why do i record everything because we'll sometimes i sit there and i'll watch videos of the past or things that we've done throughout the year and see like oh my gosh like that was so funny like remember when my tío made this dance move or when my little niece danced to la niña fresa so let your family members record even though if you don't feel your best even though you know you have memories to look back on like one thing i really want to do next year is take more videos of my family and of things i do videos of myself (laughs) i'm usually the camera person and Although I do my tiki talks, like I don't record myself in action. I know a lot of you guys loved when I did that vlog of my day on a Sunday. But having videos of the past you, it's so cool. It's so cool to see like, look, this is how I looked or this is what I said or I'm kind of funny. My niece always makes me laugh when I'm feeling sad. I'll go look at videos of things that she says or videos of funny things that my family did. So record everything. What was my whole point? Just spending quality time. Spending quality time with your loved ones. Make time for your friends. If it matters to you, you know, don't let it be too late. Like one error, one error, one mistake that a lot of us make is that we think that time is forever and one day we're going to hang out. Take the time now. Today is a day. Watching TV is not that important. Go hang out with your parents. Go hang out with your siblings. Yes, there's always going to be family problems everywhere. Do your best to, like, try to resolve them. And I say that and people are going to be like, Melina, but you don't have a relationship with your dad. Because people always say, like, oh, you only have one dad and you have that. But I have my reasons. I have my reasons, of course. Like, if your family, you know, messes with your mental health or doesn't respect your boundaries, that's different. But make it known. Sometimes people don't know that they're disrespecting your boundaries or don't realize it until you talk to them. So open that communication. If anybody in your family is disrespecting your boundaries or your friends or your significant other, make it known. 
like I used to be the type of person that would think if I think this way everyone should think that way and that is such a close-minded way of thinking because if you don't communicate how you feel like I've been so proud of myself in situations where you know I felt disrespected but I'm like how dare you say that to me but they don't know that. Some people don't know that. And you have to speak up for yourself and you have to vouch for yourself. Like, hey, that really hurt my feelings. Like, when you say that, you make me feel this way. And some people are going to be like, oh, shit. Like, I hurt your feelings? I'm so sorry. It's a moment of self-reflection. And then there's some people who don't give a fuck. <laughs> so just advocate for yourself. Do that little, like, you know, get that conversation going. If someone disrespects your boundaries, let them know. Life is too short to be, you know... Con rencor. Yo no le tengo rencor a mi papá. I don't have any, like, bad feelings towards him. I have talked about it a lot with family, with friends. I, if my dad ever came back into my life and he said, hey, I want to be sober, then I would take him back. I would take him back. But that, that's my boundary that I set. And if he doesn't respect that, then he doesn't want to be part of my life. So there's that but if there's a chance that you could fix a relationship do it some people do do you dirty and you just don't want anything to do with them because it's hurtful but if it's something small or like me dijo esto y me hizo sentir mal me llamó gardita hey you know what i don't really feel like talking about my weight i don't feel like talking about my looks like i'm doing well why don't you ask me something about what i'm doing in my spare time so anyways, quality time is important. Make sure that you are spending it with the people you love before it's too late because life is short. And another lesson, damn, I could talk for days <laughs> about all these lessons. You guys are probably like, I'm tired of hearing about your life, but I don't know. You guys know that I've always been honest with you guys and I like to share what goes on in my life just so you don't feel alone if you're going through the same things. Um, I really learned uh, to be alone this year. My dating life was very non-existent. I did go on a couple of dates. Um, I feel like I'm, got, I'm getting better at dating in the sense where I don't go there with any expectations. Dating is completely different nowadays. People always ask me and I say like, it's not what it used to be. And maybe because I was young and maybe because I didn't have experience. But just know being alone is not that bad. Like everybody glamorizes like, oh, engagements and this. And yeah, I want that. But if like it's not my time, it's not my time. I'm not going to force anything to happen. If it's not meant for me to be in a relationship right now, then I'm going to embrace my singleness. I'm going to embrace the fact that I don't have children right now. And maybe one day I will. Maybe one day I won't. I don't know what's going to go on. But you have to appreciate life for what it is and timing. Timing is everything. Don't force anything. One lesson that I learned throughout my mid-20s to early 30s. I'm still in my early 30s, okay? <laughs> Next year, no, but I'm still in my early 30s. And I noticed that every time I had a relationship that I forced, there were so many signs that would tell me, this is not the relationship for you. This is not the time. This is not your person. Y aferrada la muchacha. I wanted it to work out so bad and it didn't work out. And then I'm like, oh, like God or the universe was telling me that it wasn't going to work out. But I estaba aferrada la muchacha. Like I wanted it to work out so bad. And I'm not saying to give up on your relationships. I'm just saying that if things don't change, people grow and people learn together and people heal together. But if this relationship, like one person is not putting in the work, it's not worth it. I know that 
relationships are imperfect but if two people want to make it work they'll make it work and if 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 they don't want to then they don't want to and you have to remove yourself from the situation once i remove myself from the situation in my past relationship my life changed completely did a 360 i feel so different i'm a totally different person i like who i am now i just like who i used to be but if i didn't go through that it wouldn't made me who i am today and if you're single right now and you're losing hope on the dating pool because trust me i talked to so many people they're like oh my god it's terrible out here it's like a thrift store <laughs> but you know what sometimes you find a gem you find a gem, just keep going, not the desilusiones, don't lose hope in finding your significant other if that's what's meant for you. But right now is your time. It's time to focus on you and do whatever the hell you want, whenever the hell you want, and nada te va a decir nada. Because one day you're going to meet that person and they're going to be like with you all the time and you're going to be a couple and I'll st- you'll still be an individual, but... You know, you're not going to have as much free time as you used to have. And then you might have children and then you're going to have a family to raise. So enjoy life for what it is right now. Oh, my God. I'm so passionate today. (laughs) Anyways, um, that's what I wanted to talk to you guys today about. I have so many hopes for 2023. I mean, 2023, 2024. I just read 2023. That's why I said it. I have a lot of hopes for next year. I think that this year was all about growing, a lot of growing pains, a lot of pain in the growing. <laughs> Wait, that's not like pain in the groin. Growing pains, but you know what? I'm looking forward to a new year and although the world is in chaos and, you know, it, it's just, it's been a rough year for a lot of people and my heart goes out to everyone that's going through it. But you kind of have to keep going, even though sometimes life doesn't make sense. I have a lot of plans for 2024. I really am seeking a sense of community and just engaging with others. So I'm going to start off small. We're doing a small event for anybody that's local here in the IE or wants to travel here for like, I don't know, coffee or a hot girl walk or hot senora walk, whatever it is. I... I want a community. I've created one. I just need to put it into action. And I know a lot of you guys are seeking the same thing. I've talked to friends about it. Like it gets harder as you get older to make friends and to have people that you share common things with. And a lot of us share some of the common feelings that we have of the world and of our culture. And I don't know. I just want community. I want to have events. I want to have guests. I have some in mind already. There's been people that have been on my mind since I started the podcast, since I kind of like blew up on TikTok one day and all these people want to come on the podcast and I want them to be on it. But I am going to organize myself. I'm going to take some time to reflect. I'm going to spend time with my family. I'm going to get organized and, you know, just hope for a better year and echarle ganas, ponerme mis pilas, Duracel, <laughs> and just become another, not another version of me, become a better version of myself that I continue to do so. So earlier this week, I posted that if you wanted to be featured on the podcast, you can submit your uh, reflections of 23 lessons that you learn so i'm going to feature all those who submitted this at the end of this episode so this is not goodbye 
this is all. See you later. And I'll see you next year. I hope that you guys all take care. And I'm going to miss you guys a lot. But, you know, it's going to be a good year. It's going to be a good year. Le tenemos que echar ganas. And I love you so much. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Maybe since I'm going to have some free time, I'll do some vlogging. Because I want you guys see to see what I do in my daily boring life. <laughs> in my viejita life. But take care. I'll talk to you guys soon. Like I said, it's not goodbye. It's I'll see you later. Ah, I feel like me estoy despidiendo. Like. Quiero llorar. <laughs> but thank you guys so much for continuing to support the podcast. You guys mean so much to me. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Leave your review on Apple Podcasts because somebody's been giving me bad reviews on Apple Podcasts. Why are you guys doing this to me? No, I'm just kidding. Go on Spotify, give me five stars so that way this podcast can get get popping and maybe one day we'll do a live show. Um, my f family was actually talking about it yesterday. Like, you need to do a live show. And I'm like, I can't even imagine that. Like, my imposter syndrome is telling me, like, you can't do that. Like, who the hell do you think you are? But starting small, okay? That's the goal. Start small and one day we're going to have a big auditorium uh, full of Unbreakable Latinas. I'm going to be working on some merch that I haven't done because my life was crazy <laughs> so thank you guys so much take care i'll talk to you guys soon and stay tuned for the messages that i got from listeners bye guys one of my main lessons from this year is learning how to listen to myself and also how to heal my inner self um i feel like a lot of the times we just put ourselves in the back burner a lot and we we don't listen to what our body is telling us and what we need from ourselves so definitely this year has taught me, if anything, that if I want to be well as a person and be able to do more for others, I need to be able to do that same thing for myself and just learning how to grow. And like, you know, every year, every single day, actually, we get the opportunity to be better. So at the end of the day, a year can do so much more for ourselves and just give us a new version of who we really are. Hi, Melina. My name is Marissa from Riverside. Um, a lesson I have learned in 2023, um, this year has been one of the most challenging years of my life. Um, and I have learned that I am much stronger than I give myself credit for. Um, I am resilient. Um, 2023 broke me, but it also built me. And um, I, I'm a pretty strong person. I honestly had no idea. Um, so I think 2023, um, for all the different lessons, but for that lesson, you know, in particular, um, and I'm just glad it's almost over. Thank you. I love you. A few weeks ago. Actually, a few days ago, I came across my journal from last year, right around these same dates, where I was so stressed at a job that did not value me, and I was just suffering from the worst burnout, and I was struggling with deciding on if I should apply for a new job or not. I ended up applying for a new job, and it was, and I got that job, and it's wonderful, and it's everything I needed, and. It was so nice to be able to reflect 
at how stressed out I was exactly a year ago and see how far I've come in just that one year. So another good reason to journal. And yeah, it's awesome seeing your progress. Love listening to you. Keep doing your thing. The lesson that I learned this year is that you can be in a completely different place if you just put in the work and just every day believe in yourself and do the things that you like and be okay with being alone and being at peace because it feels awkward and it feels like you don't deserve peace but you do and once you reach that you don't want to go back to the chaos anymore so search for that peace do what you love and set those boundaries because then you will truly know who is in your corner and who isn't Hi, Melina. Thank you so much for your podcast. I really like them and I enjoy listening to them. They've helped me a lot in my healing journey, but this year I've learned two things. The first one is not everyone goes on to every chapter of your life. Um, this year has been one of a lot of healing and I've had friends that I've had to let go of to become a better version of myself. And that's been hard to deal with and it's been hard to accept and then the other one is that in the process of in the process of making ourselves healthy happy sometimes we're going to make our parents disappointed um, because our parents like to box us into specific expectations or roles and i've learned this year that i don't want to be that person I want to be in my relationship that, yeah, has a 10-year gap. And, yeah, there's a 15-year-old involved, but I'm also really happy. And I'm also 29 years old, and I should have a say in what my life looks like and not have to go with what society wants for me. So that's what I've learned. Thank you. I want to stay anonymous, but I am from Dallas. Um, one lesson that I've learned this year is it's okay to feel lonely, to cry, to be by yourself. That todo va a pasar, todo es temporal. Y que Dios hace justicia. And I'm learning to say no. I'm learning so many things. And I'm blessed. And, well, yeah. So many things that I'm hoping for 2024. Hi, I love your content. Um, One thing that I learned this year is that I... am able to set boundaries with my in-laws um, and my whole in-law family. Um, it's a family full of women, so you know, well, I'm assuming you can probably imagine how that goes, but I basically set boundaries. I put my foot down. I cut contact with some of them in order to better my mental health. And I can honestly say that since then I have been doing much, much, much better. This year I learned that I cannot control everything around me. And that I am not responsible for my parents' actions.